1: Hello, this is Daniel Biltz with the news, the headlines. Romania's Higher Defence Council, also known as the CSAT, is to convene in Bucharest today for talks over the country's objectives at the upcoming NATO summit in Vilnius. Romania's biggest bridge over the Danube, which is also the third in Europe, has been inaugurated today and four Romanian tennis players are taking on their opponents today in matches counting towards the Wimbledon Tennis Tournament. Romania's Higher Defence Council, also known as the CSAT, is to convene in Bucharest today for talks over the country's objectives at the upcoming NATO summit in Vilnius. Also high on the agenda is the number of troops available for missions and operations outside the country's borders next year. The Council last convened on April the 11th, when one of the decisions was the purchase of the -the state-of-the-art jet fighters F-35. Other issues on the agenda included the latest security developments in the Black Sea region against the background of the Russian aggression in Ukraine and the external interventions against the democratic process in the Republic of Moldova. Romanian President Klaus Johannes has today said that the suspended bridge over the Danube at Braila in southeastern Romania is the biggest construction Romania has seen in the past three decades, which proves that major infrastructure projects could be finalized. Johannes added that Romania has access to a significant volume of European funds and a good part of it has been devoted to the development of the country's infrastructure. The inauguration ceremony of this bridge, the biggest ever built in Romania and the third in Europe, has been attended by the country's president and by its prime minister, Marcel Cholacu. This is the last bridge over the Danube before it's flowing into the Black Sea and has been designed to last 120 years. The almost two-kilometre bridge will link the southeastern counties of Braila and Tulca and raise the area's economic potential. The project's total value has exceeded 400 million euros, 85% coming from European funds. The game pitching Romanian tennis player Irina Begu and Canadian Rebecca Marino in the first round of the Wimbledon tennis tournament, which was interrupted last night in the second set due to the darkness, is to resume today. Begu won the first set and the game's victor will be up against Anna Blinkova of Russia in the second round. Three Romanians are playing today at Wimbledon. Anna Bogdan, who comes after a win against Lyudmila Samsonova of Russia and will meet U.S. challenger Alicia Parks. Jacqueline Christian, who will be playing Brazilian Beatriz Haddad Maia after her win against Italian Lucia Bronzetti and Sorana Kirstna, who yesterday defeated Tatiana Maria of Germany and will be next up against Jelena Ostapenko of Latvia. The Prime Minister of Romania, Marcel Ciolacu, paid a two-day visit to Berlin, where he held talks with the country's chancellor, Olaf Scholz, with representatives of the federal parliament, of the business environment and of the Romanian diaspora. Chancellor Scholz reiterated his country's support for Romania's accession to the Schengen zone next year. In turn, Prime Minister Czolaccu underlined the importance of bilateral cooperation and the significant potential of this country, recalling that Germany is Romania's most important trade partner. We'll have more on the issue after the news. The city of Constanza in southeastern Romania is hosting the fifth edition of NeverSee, the biggest beach festival in Europe. The event is expected to bring together music lovers from all over the world, from Britain, Germany, the United States, Italy, Bulgaria and Israel. Over 1,000 policemen, gendarmes, border police, anti-drug officers and 700 private security guards are to supervise the festival. Special emphasis is to be laid on the prevention and fighting drug consumption and trafficking. Never-See organizers are expecting 260,000 people to attend this four-day festival on the Black Sea coast. And now to end the news bulletin, here is a reminder of the main stories. Romania's Higher Defence Council, also known as the CSAT, is to convene in Bucharest today for talks over the country's objectives at the upcoming NATO summit in Vilnius. And the biggest bridge over the danube built in Romania, which is also the third in Europe, has been inaugurated today. And four Romanian tennis players are taking on their opponents today in matches counting towards the Wimbledon Tennis Tournament. And that was the news.
2: Prime Minister Marcel Ciolacu discussed Romania's Schengen accession, NATO's eastern flank, and Romanian German relations with Germany's Chancellor Olaf Scholz. I am Vlad Palku with a report by Daniela Budu. Germany supports Romania's bid to become a full member of Schengen, Germany's Chancellor Olaf Scholz said upon a meeting his Romanian counterpart Marcel Ciolacu. The Romanian prime minister paid a two-day visit to Berlin, hailing Germany's unconditional support for Bucharest's efforts to join the visa-free travel area and outlining the main lines of cooperation between the two states. The two officials also discussed security on NATO's eastern flank and the upcoming NATO summit due in Vilnius next week. Support for consolidating NATO's eastern flank is exemplary. Chancellor Scholz argued, saying that Romania is a trusted ally and partner. As regards bilateral ties, the German officials said the two countries enjoy very good and close relations, while bilateral economic prospects are encouraging. In turn, Marcel Ciolacu said he wants to reduce the trade deficit between the two countries. <laughs> We discussed economic cooperation and vistas for development including in terms of trade as well as investments, by using European resources as well. Germany is Romania's top trade partner. There is, however, great potential for development between the two countries, and together we have identified ways to work together to cover the emerging markets. For instance, we will actively take part in the reconstruction of Ukraine and help support the development of Moldova. In this context, I want to stress our full support for Ukraine. Romanian Prime Minister Marcel Ciolacu. Germany has expressed an interest to invest in the petrochemical sector in Romania, in the production of fertilizers as well as in the raw materials industry. Marcel Ciulacu's visit to Germany also included meetings with representatives of the Bundestag, the German business and defence sectors, and the Romanian diaspora. According to the Romanian Prime Minister, German investment is expected in such fields as construction materials and foodstuffs. As regards green energy, Marcel Ciolacu recalled Romania is developing a wind park in the Black Sea, arguing that once the proper legislation is adopted, Large corporations in the field might be interested to invest. Marcel Ciolacu also presented the main projects of the government addressing the Romanian community in Germany. We need to find ways to develop a communication between this community and those at home. We will come up with a startup programme for the diaspora, the Prime Minister also said. And that has wrapped up our newscast. Next in this program,
3: sports. Welcome to Sports Flash with me, Eugen Nasta. 14-year-old Romanian swimmer Dana Silistano has succeeded a recent national seniors record in the 50-meter backstroke event. As part of the European Juniors Swimming Championships in Belgrade on Tuesday, Daria Silistano clocked 28 seconds and 59 hundredths of a second, that is, 14 hundredths of a second earlier than the old record set by the two-time Olympic champion Diana Mocano in 2002. On Wednesday, in the 50-metre backstroke event, Daria improved the record clocking 28 seconds and 46 hundredths of a second, thus winning the bronze medal. In news from tennis, in Wimbledon, foul weather did damage to the schedule of the year's third Grand Slam tournament. Romania is represented only in the tournament's main draw. The first Romanian tennis players to have gone past the first round were Anna Bogdan, Sorana Kirst, and Jacqueline Christian. On Monday, Bogdan defeated 15th seeded player Russia's Lyudmila Samsonova, 7 6 7 6. On Wednesday, Christian outclassed Italy's Lucia Bronzetti, 6 3 6 4, while Kirst defeated the 2022 semi finalist Tatiana Maria of Germany, 6 1 6 6 3. The Romanian football teams are currently finalising their summer training stage. In the Netherlands, in a friendly game, FCSB and PAOK Thessalonica, a team head coached by Rezvan Lucescu, drew one all. We recall that in their first training stage this summer, FCSB sustained a 2-5 defeat by Anderlecht Brussels. In Austria on Wednesday, Dinamo Bucharest sustained a 1-4 defeat by Dinamo Kiev, a team head coached by Mircea Lucescu. We recall that in their previous friendly games in Slovenia, Dynamo defeated Croat opponents Slaven Belupo 1-0 and lost to Hungarian team Zele Gersheg 0-1. The other Romanian team taking part in the training stage in Slovakia, Rapid Bucharest, sustained a 1-4 defeat by Sloven Bratislava in Samorin. Previously, Rapid and Dunajská Streda drew one all, then secured a 1-0 win against Gür, thrashing FK raca 5-0. And that's all from sports today. You can also access our sports items at rri.io and on Facebook. Time now, for Hit of the Day on Radio Romania International, you're invited to listen to Close by Your Heart, performed by Ioana Ignat.
4: O să mă gândesc că vei pleca Că-mi vei lași inima (sus)
5: Tine-a de zisele le suri am trece peste toate fost magnetici, identice am fost asa și Am uitat cum ne pe-mi Ai nu ma lasă sa te
6: Listening to Radio Romania International.
7: Traveler's Guide. Welcome to Traveler's Guide with Mele Crameras Mion. Today we are heading to the Romanian Black Sea coast. Well, we find new beautiful beaches and blue waters which are not very deep at the shore and whose temperature can exceed 25 degrees Celsius in high season. The Romanian Black Sea coast offers a wide range of opportunities for treatment and relaxation, with some of the resorts having a very active nightlife. From the seaside, you can take day trips to Dobroja or the Danube Delta. Stefan Necula, the director of the Litoralul Romanesque.ro tour operator says that the Black Sea coast is one of the most beautiful places in Romania, an international destination where the infrastructure in most of the resorts has improved significantly in recent years. On the other hand, this destination is for everyone being ideal for relaxation, spa treatment, parties or visiting special museums. The southern Black Sea coast begins with the Eforia Nord and Eforia Sud resorts, whose beaches have also been extended this year. The beaches of other resorts will also be extended in the coming period. A lot of facilities are included. The Black Sea coast is a very suitable destination for families with children because we have many resorts prepared for kids. They will find different attractions, such as swimming pools, well-equipped playgrounds with various inflatables, which can also be located on the beach. On the Black Sea Coast, visitors will find water parks, which also provide various facilities for children, a Dolphinarium and an Aquarium. Also, the Black Sea Coast resorts boast clubs that are among the most famous in Europe. In addition to these, we have attractions in the south of the coast that are unique, such as the Archaeological Museum of Mangalia. There is also the Museum of History in Constanza, which exhibits unique works. There are different types of relaxation. And let's not forget the spa centers and the spa treatments that tourists can benefit from on the Romanian Black Sea coast, said Stefan Necula. On the Romanian Black Sea Coast, you will find spa offers that include jacuzzi, dry sauna, infrared sauna, wraps, relaxation massages, anti-cellulite massages, all of which are complemented by fitness rooms. Balneo, rheumatic, anti-stress, detox, and slimming treatments are carried out under the careful supervision of a doctor and a therapist's On the other hand, the sapropelic mud from Tekkirgjol is known not only in Romania but also throughout the world for its real healing properties for many severe or milder ailments. The offer of the Romanian black sea coast also includes the exploration of unique areas as well as festivals. Stefan Nakula is back at the microphone with
4: more.
7: More and more festivals are being organized on the Black Sea coast. This year, the season started on May 1st with festivals that are already in their 10th edition, and they continue throughout the season. We also have a very big festival, Never See, which is already famous and is very much in demand with tourists. There are other smaller festivals that are just as interesting for customers. Then the main attraction is the Danube Delta, where day trips can be organized and where tourists can benefit from the local services of those who own boats there. It would be better to use the small boats, which can carry 10 people and enter canals that are usually not accessed by most people. There they can see untouched corners of nature with vegetation and birds that only come to the Danube delta in the summer season. Also during these trips, different places around Dobroja can be visited. We know that Dobroja is a multicultural area. There are many ethnic groups there, living in harmony for centuries, and this brings more color to the area and gives it a special meaning. On these trips, tourists can enjoy specific meals, from fish dishes to tartar specialties. There are many options, really, to get to know Dobroja in the true sense of the world," said Stefan Necula. Most of the tourists interested in the Romanian Black Sea coast come from the European Union. Most of the time, they decide to visit Romania thanks to the Romanians they interact with in their countries of residence, Probably most tourists come from Italy and Spain. We can also talk about a country that is now no longer in the European Union, Great Britain, but which is also a source of tourists interested in the Romanian seaside. I think the most important thing is that we have a constant flow of foreign tourists. Honestly, in terms of their feedback, it's always been positive. They've seen that Romanian people are welcoming. They are very good hosts. And visitors are also impressed by our traditional products, and they always leave with the intention of coming back, Stefan Nicola added. There are options on the Romanian Black Sea coast that can certainly be accessible to any tourist from Romania and from any other country. Of course, considering the quality price ratio, Romania has a very good offer, says Stefan Nekula, director of a tour operator agency. We believe that in terms of accommodation and with regard to the hotel infrastructure, things have developed a lot lately. Moreover, if we take into account the increased prices of plane tickets for established destinations, we see that Romania is one of the destinations that can be considered for a budget travel. For a five-night stay starting on July 10th, accommodation in the Mamaya Resort in a three-star hotel costs around 400 euros. In the south, in a resort such as Eforia Nord, for example, accommodation for the same period would cost around 230 euros in a three-star hotel and some 670 euros in a four-star hotel for a double-room, half-board, Stefan Nicola said. In the end of Traveler's Guide,
2: Coming up next...
6: Generation 3.0 21-year-old Eduard Fratila is the head of the League of Romanian Students abroad's Portuguese branch. Eduard was born in southern Romania's Teleorman County but he lived in Bucharest most of his life. He pursues a study program with the Polytechnic University in Bucharest, specializing in mechatronics and robotics. Eduard got an Erasmus scholarship with a technical university in Lisbon. He says he was spoiled for choice, having to pick either Norway or Switzerland, and yet he opted for Portugal as it was the more exotic country and because both of his parents lived in Spain. We asked Eduard how he adapted to sunny Portugal.
5: It is different
6: climate-wise, honestly, since uh, a little bit too hot. In autumn, in early October, the temperature reading stood at 26 degrees already and there 26 degrees Are sensibly different from how they are felt here and speaking of obstacles they obviously spoke Portuguese most of the time and I didn't quite get it I kind of learned a little bit of Portuguese but as we speak I don't understand that many things as I didn't stay there long enough Edward and the League of Romanian students abroad crossed paths by happenstance It all started from a simple question, and he answers it. Are there any colleagues of mine around by any chance? That is what I asked myself. I searched for students from abroad in Portugal, and I came across the League of Romanian Students Abroad. I saw their website, it's just that they didn't have a branch in Portugal, I sent them an email, and after a while they contacted me, saying the branch wasn't active, and that if I wanted to, why didn't I set about looking for volunteers, joining them for a new project? And I conceded, why not? It was a challenge worth taking up. The Romanian students currently studying in Portugal are scattered around in the big cities, Lisbon. Porto or Braga. Edward says that makes the recruitment of new members more difficult. All the more so as, at the moment, Edward is in Romania, where he sat in for several exams for an extension of his Erasmus scholarship. However, Edward has his plans once he returns to Portugal in February
8: 2024. We plan
6: to make recruitments, of course, and we think of using social media more. As I wouldn't have known the League of Romanian Students Abroad existed had it not been for their social media page. We intend to make as comprehensive a page as possible so that everybody accessing the page can see there are other Romanians in Portugal they can spend their leisure time with. As we speak, I am still at the beginning myself with the association branch, and there is still a lot for me to learn from my colleagues.
3: This has been Generation 3.0. Time now for hit of the day on Radio Romania International. Listen to Vama and their hit, Perfect without you
8: saude and block am înțelesi deia ai risipit to be rap un dubitor ies nai bide în casă eu o aștept iubitor ești liber să cauți fra Mă declar vinovat Am circumstanțe, însă Am vrut și eu să văd cum e să fii bărbat Te-ai transformat În instanță morală Dar ai uitat Dansai privamă goală și superare De cât premiant în închisoare. Mai bine repet în drum spre mare.
3: are listening to Radio Romania International coming up next in the program this is music of Romania I'm Eugen Nasta you have been listening to a medley of Transylvanian songs performed by Radio Romania's traditional music orchestra. The solo instrumentalist was clarinet player Traian Lascutta-Garashanu. Next up in the program, here is traditional music vocalist Dumitru Sopon performing one of his best-known songs.
9: Hai, hai, dragă Mărie, mi sara de la vie. Hai, hai, dragă Mărie, cu cătrință și cuie. Mărie, Mărie. Se i cer aprins în brâu, hai, hai, dragă Mărie, ca o lumină de său, măi, hai, hai dragă Mărie, mă topezi tău, măi, mărie, mărie. Ai hai dragă Marie, ne-uite vă și neci să plâng mai. Ai hai dragă Marie, ne-uite vă și neci să plâng mai. Marie, Marie. Lenga tu și mă pare rămai. Ai hai dragă Marie, că nu știu alese-n tămă mai. Marie, Marie.
3: Next stop in the programme, here is a song performed by Ana Popcorondan, hailing from central Romania's Cluj County. (laughs) ¶¶ and music of Romania today with a satirical song performed by Dinu Janko Salajanu, who was born in Orada County, northern Transylvania.
10: Cum ai na strigă nu i
2: Coming up next on Radio Romania International, In the Spotlight. Welcome everyone, I'm Vlad Paluku. In the Spotlight today we're looking at two Irish releases brought out by Humanitas Fiction in January. The first is Colm Tobin's The Magician, a fictionalized biography which explores the life of Thomas Mann. The German Nobel Prize winner went into exile in 1933 after Hitler came to power. He fled to Switzerland along with his family. Six years later, World War II breaks out, and Mann travels overseas to the United States. Before leaving Germany, the Mann family leaves behind all their belongings in the house in Munich but Mann himself is terrified that the Nazis might discover his diaries, locked safely in his study. This discovery would ruin him, he realizes. The book tells the disturbing story of his escape and years in exile, a blend of historical facts and fiction, exploring the life of Mann's family and, of course, his literary works. Humanitas publishers in Bucharest paid homage to Colum Tobin's work, by organising a special launch event in Bucharest attended by Ireland's ambassador to Romania, Paul McGarry, who gave a short presentation of Colum Tobin's The Magician.
11: The novel that Column has brought to us is a fictionalised account of Thomas Mann's life. As I mentioned earlier, it is lyrical and written in a modern idiom, but it is rooted in research and fact. It brings the reader back to a troubled and troubling time in European history. And we are reminded that the ghosts of the past have a way of revealing themselves again in the present. There is a scene in the book where Colum describes Thomas listening to Beethoven's Opus 132 being played by the quartet his son Michael brought together, a quartet that included a Romanian violinist. It reveals man's relationship with music and its influence on his art. As Colum describes it, music made him unstable. But even in his confusion and instability, the music he was listening to brought clarity. His own confused state when he listened to music was a kind of panic. The music was a way of absolving him from remaining rational. In creating confusion, it inspired him. Its untrustworthy sound gave rise to the conditions in which he could work. For others, including some who now rule Germany, it stirred emotions that were savage. I think this is an important book that brings new insights into Thomas Mann, his life and times, and helps us to think about conflict and tolerance, democracy and values, which are as relevant in the world today as they were then. I'm glad that The Magician has being brought to an international audience. I hope that you all enjoy it as much as I did. I think it is as relevant now. I think the life and work of Thomas Mann is as relevant now as it was back in those times. and. Uh, we look to be heading in a world that may be tumultuous again, but hopefully not as tumultuous as it was in those days.
2: You are listening to Radio Romania International. In a special message to his Romanian audience, Colum Tobin says his approach in The Magician was not as much historical as it was focused on the destiny of an individual uprooted by forces outside his control.
12: This column to Tobin in Dublin, and I'm sending greetings to Romanian readers. I've just published a novel called The Magician, which is about the life of Thomas Mann. It's, of course, the life of the first half of the 20th century, the life when so many ordinary lives were destroyed, disturbed, or annihilated by history, by forces utterly beyond their control, and where domestic life really was something that was constantly under threat by international affairs. Thomas Mann, in a way, he would have gone through his life quite happily, I think, without being involved or engaged or even interested in politics. He was interested, of course, in culture. He was interested particularly in German culture. He was a man who changed a great deal because in the First World War, he was a German nationalist and also like, at times a sort of Prussian militarist. But then when the First World War ended, like a lot of people, he saw that that militarism had led to death. It hadn't led to glory. And He changed. And he became, I suppose, slowly a sort of fierce Democrat and an implacable enemy of Hitler. My story, the story of the novel, isn't really a story about history. It's a story about how domestic life or ordinary life can be affected or destroyed by history. But it's also, I think, more than anything, the story of a marriage and the story of a family.
2: You are back with us on Radio Romania International. In the spotlight today, we're looking at Irish literature translated into Romanian. A second important volume was launched in January in the Humanitas Fiction series Exciting Times by Nisha Dolan. Her 2020 debut novel was translated last year into Romanian, and tells a lucid, ironic and often intense story about love and relationships in the 21st century. Told through the lens of a millennial navigating a cosmopolitan and complicated world. Nisha Dolan was born in Dublin. She studied at Trinity College, followed by a master's in Victorian literature at Oxford. Her novel, Exciting Times, mirrors her own destiny. In 2016, she was teaching English in Singapore when she chose to move to Hong Kong, a city with a particular cultural makeup which sees shifting tensions both linguistic and ethnic, to this day. The novel is the story of a Western youngster coming to Hong Kong to teach, with very few credentials and knowledge about her new setting. The protagonist, Ava, has to cope with an overarching anxiety regarding her new home and barriers. Her shifting identity becomes all the more transparent as someone who witnesses and eventually becomes part of a system that is still coming to terms with its colonial past. Attending this launch event as well, Ireland's ambassador to Romania, Paul McGarry, says the novel is iconic for both Dolan's generation and Irish culture overall.
11: The novel, Exciting Times, is interesting from a number of perspectives, I think. It does reflect a new generation. It reflects a new thinking, a new way of looking at the world. And I think particularly as an Irish person, a way of looking at the world that brings their history with them in some senses, working in Hong Kong, a former colony, as an Irish person teaching English. She brings that background of our experience of language, our experience of working through English. And she explains this really wonderfully in her book about the way an Irish person speaks English and the way we interpret the world through language and the way an English person speaks English. And interprets the world through a language and I think this is a really interesting dynamic in the book that kind of it's a theme that recurs around language and the use of language and how it reflects our thinking and this is I think this is an interesting way that she has of expressing herself and another interesting thing that I think is particularly Irish around the way she expresses herself are the way that she has her parents expressing themselves in th- on the telephone is a very typical Irish experience of phoning home when you are abroad and talking to your parents and how are things, what's going on, any news and people being very slow to respond and it's all a technique of exploring a world through an Irish person and their family and it's very intimate and it's very real and the way she talks to her brother and she'll say things to her brother and expects her brother to talk to her parents about things and the way the parents explore are really worried about her because she's not really telling them very much and the way communication things are said that are understood it's an understood language between very people who are very close and i think that's an uh, that's an interesting expression of irishness that's very typical of irish people
2: exciting times was nominated for women's prize 2021 Comedy Women in Print Prize 2021, and the International Dylan Thomas Prize 2021. It became a Sunday Times bestseller, and has been recently optioned for a TV series adaptation by Amazon Studios. And that's a wrap for today's show. Until next time, from me, Palku, it's goodbye.
3: Welcome to Simply Folk, I'm Eugen Nasta. Maria Lătarețu was one of Romania's most popular traditional music vocalists. whose repertoire was largely made of songs from Altenia and southern Romania. More often than not, Maria Lătarețu was dubbed the Nightingale of Gorge County. According to the great Romanian jazz musician, the late Johnny Raducanu, Maria Latarecu was the Ella Fitzgerald of Romania. All throughout her career, Maria Latarecu gave a great number of live concerts, she recorded a great number of LPs and featured in many radio and TV shows. You're invited to listen to a dance song performed by Maria Latarecu. Accompanying her is Radio Romania's traditional music orchestra, conducted by Nicu Stănescu.
13: i
0: And with that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next program for Western Europe at 17 UTC on 13,750 kHz in the DRM system and on 15,180 kHz in analog system. Listeners in Africa can receive our programs, tomorrow, at 11 UTC on 15,320 and 17,670 kHz. We can also be heard on the internet at www.rri.ro, channel 1. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl.ri.ro. Goodbye!